Welcome back to The Watch List. I'm Nicole Petalides. Want to get you ready for some investment ideas and strategies. Robert Shine's with us, Chief Investment Officer at Blanky Shine Wealth Management. Thank you so much for being with us. So what do you think? We saw that brief bear market. Now what? I think we're in the middle of a bear market rally. Uh, obviously, we saw some seller exhaustion after the last seven weeks plus of just selling. Uh, this morning, we opened up higher, uh, gave that a little bit back as soon as the 10-year Treasury creeped past the 3% mark. Um, and so that's really the story right now. In one hand, you have the inflation, and on the other hand, you have the 10-year Treasury and interest rates really driving the narrative of the market today. So at this point now, going forward, I mean, what are you telling investors? What do you say to them when they seem so nervous or jittery? Yeah, if you're taking a longer dated view as we are, positioning-wise right now, you got to be short-term cautious, right? We're experiencing heightened volatility as a result of all the geopolitical concerns, all the inflationary pressures. You have a lot of the earnings, a lot of the companies that are coming out citing those right now, and those are working their way working their way in the balance sheet, which is really a concern. So we're seeing sort of expectations of margin compression right now playing out, and that's sort of the tug of war. But what we're seeing in advising clients is we do have a percentage of cash in our portfolios. We are taking shots at generational opportunities, the high-quality companies that are cash flow-driven, dividend payers, dividend growers. And so there are some dislocations in the market, and we just are patient. And then when we see opportunities, whether it's the last few weeks or even the next few weeks going forward, we'll take advantage of those for our clients. Why does uh, why are you defensive until the midterm elections? It's interesting because some would say until the feds finish rate, hiking rates or something. What is it about the midterm elections that will make your choices? Yeah, so if you look back even to 1994, 98, and all the way through all the data points, except for 2008, really history is our guide for the first term, first term president, midterm election cycles has really shown us, and the data is there that shows it's uncertainty. It's the uncertainty from January all the way through the end to late uh, of fall, if you will, uh, so October, September uh, range of when we see markets sort of double dip. So we've already put in some lows. We might test, retest those lows. But as we get closer to the midterms, November, we're going to see certainty. And why that's important is essentially we've got inflation everywhere. And so if Congress is divided, and we believe, I think markets will believe as well, Congress will be divided come this fall, uh, that means they can't spend. And that's part of the inflationary pressures all, all around us. And so if Congress is not spending, you're going to take sort of that certainty uh, going forward, and that's going to help evade the inflationary concerns going forward. And so at this point, it's not, it's not more about Republican or Democrat or whatever. It's just taking away the uncertainty and the guesswork of the elections. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. It doesn't matter oh, who's in the White House. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's red or blue. Yeah. It ultimately, it matters. Just divided Congress means they can't spend. And I think that's part of the yeah. problem that we have right now is too much money out there in the system. Tell me about the overseas opportunities that you're bringing up to us today. What do you like and why? Yeah, so there's some, uh, you know, tactically, we, we like some exposure to Brazil and Canada. If you think about Canada, you know, they're, they're definitely an export market with energy, and energy obviously is going to do quite well, as well as banking. So if inflation is there and interest rates are rising, as we're seeing, uh, banking will do well. So Canada is w one of those markets that we have exposure to in certain parts of Asia. But the Eurozone is a difficult place to invest right now. 
uh, even though the European central banks will likely uh, basically have to deal with a recession on their hands. But we're looking at internationally, globally, rates are rising. Um, that's also a right. good thing because for the longest time we've seen rates, we've been trying to get them to rise um, you know, globally as well as here in the U.S. So if you look at Germany as well, that's uh, sort of a welcome sign. Uh, we just don't want them to go too far too fast, but we're seeing at least a reinflation uh, around the globe. And what do you tell folks when they ask about the fan favorites? You know, the FANG stocks, Microsoft, Tesla. Uh, what do you tell them? Because many of these names are off the highs, clearly. Yeah, the, the companies have begun to, uh, you know, guide expectations lower in the recent weeks, and it's difficult to ignore sort of the rising costs and the economic growth that's sort of decelerating back towards trend. Keep in mind, these companies were overvalued, and that conversation was coming up in late 2019. And so then we hit COVID and everything else. And so we're just kind of reassessing and reevaluating expectations earning-wise. These companies on the top line are growing. It's the margins that we believe will stay resilient. And the reason why is hiring freezes and layoffs. And so they will preserve their bottom line margins. We're just going to go through a couple of quarters where operating earnings growth might come down to the mid-double digits for 2022. Um, and that's, that's okay. And those are opportunities. If you're looking at some of those bang names, uh, and if you haven't been in them or you want to own more, uh, be patient. Wait for it. Uh, but there are going to be some great opportunities this summer. Ah, interesting. Robert, thank you. See, gave you some good tips there. Robert Shane, thank you so much. Chief Investment Officer at Blanky Shane Wealth Management.